0: Welcome, welcome to Embodied Divinity. I am so overwhelmingly grateful for our guest teacher today. Jaleesha Jones is an incredible spiritual teacher, author, and speaker. And today we are diving deep into self-love, the real, raw, beautiful, powerful, all-encompassing self-love. What it looks like to show up how it affects your life, and the things you might move through as you open up to all that you are. I hope you enjoy this incredible session today. As always, breathe deep and plan on miracles.
1: Hey Divine One, Nakaila Mariah, inner child and self-mastery expert and divine channel at your service, and this is my podcast. It is my mission to guide you back into remembering of all that you are as you stand in your highest self and live this life on earth in your fullest and most joy-filled ability. It's time to stand in your power, optimize your energy, and let wealth rain down on you as you get clear on your energy, mind, body, and spirit. This is for the divine ones, the cosmic beings, the creatives, industry leaders, and stars who are ready to activate their fullest potential and live a life of purpose, peace, and wealth as we create a new world. It's time to remember who the fuck you are and act accordingly. Let's get started.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Embodied Divinity. I am so excited to have Jaleesha Jones here with us today. Jaleesha, thank you so much for being on this episode. I have been loving your work and all of the things you post on the social medias. And I just want to start this interview out by asking you, how did you get to where you are today?
2: (laughs) Oh, well, thank you, first Uh, first of all, for inviting me. So I'm very, very grateful and appreciative. So thank you. How did I get to where I am? Uh, <laughs> I Lovely feel like... <laughs> a, yeah, it's like a very loaded question. I'm like, oh, where do I want to start? Uh, <laughs> well, I've been on my spiritual journey and my spiritual path since 2019. Um, before that, I was deeply, deeply depressed and I was very, very... Uh, I'll be honest, I was suicidal. Uh, I had thoughts of suicide. I wanted to just end things because I just was in a place of sadness because I, I spent my life wanting to have like that perfect partner or that perfect man and I was chasing men and I just kept getting defeated as so I thought the world was against me and that this is what my life was destined to be. And in 2019 or the end of 2018, like a lot of things started happening. I had a, a really bad car accident, total my car, my grandmother passed. And then I just was like questioning everything at that point because I couldn't, I, I wasn't bold enough to move forward and just not being here. Thank goodness. But I was like, okay, I want to question what, 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 why am I here? What is the purpose of being here? There has to be more to life than this. And that started my spiritual awakening. I read the first book I read was uh The Secret, I believe. And I became fascinated with manifestation. But then that led me to read Eckhart Tolle. Uh, and then I started reading a lot of different s- spiritual books, Michael Singer, and then I started listening to a lot of different podcasts. Abraham Hicks was like my favorite. And when I started realizing you can reprogram your mind, you can reprogram the way you think just by diligence, just by daily practices. And I started doing that. And I started feeling better. Like I started seeing that I was actually feeling better. I started wanting to wake up happy. And then I started meditating. And I was like, Oh my God, my mind goes quiet. Like, Oh God. Okay. I didn't know that it was possible. Like the thought I can, I know these thoughts are mine. And it just became this, I was so excited because I hadn't felt this good about myself ever that I, I just dove in deep. And so Once I started seeing the fruits of the labor as far as just feeling better and knowing that there's another way to live and that there's more out here than just struggle, I wanted to help others. And so I became a self-love coach in 2020. I wrote my first book, What It Means to Be Free. I started speaking at events and traveling and just empowering women to know that they're the best thing on this planet that they're the best thing that they're the most important thing and that you know we all have our own journeys and our own struggles but that does not have to we don't have to keep reliving that pain and reliving that cycle of trauma and, and, and just discomfort we can choose differently and that you know we've talked about this on my podcast that you know being vulnerable and being and showing that there are weaknesses and that we have our own you know imperfections but I don't look at it as imperfections I think we're all Designed how we're supposed to be designed, and it's perfect. But we we look at things our flaws at these as these horrible things, but know that that's what makes us wonderful: our vulnerability, our strength. And you know, just it's just been amazing how when you step into purpose or you step into a new way of being, that the universe always rises up to meet you. From what I've seen, from my own experience, and so I, I'm I'm just grateful. It's been four years, but it feels like ten years because it it's go by so quick. <laughs>
0: Wow. Well, first I just (laughs) want to say, I'm so grateful that you chose to remain here on earth and I'm so grateful for whatever it was because I know we all have that moment and it gets really blurred when we're in that Mm. darkness Mm. where something clicks on. And then after that, it's a spiral. Like you said, of one thing after another building us up, but that one beautiful moment, I'm so grateful that it occurred for you and that you were able to listen and I want to speak on. I know you're all about self love. And I think that it's really easy for people to talk about, oh, just love yourself, right? You just got to love yourself. But what does that even mean?
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. When people say love yourself, I don't even think people really know the depths of what love is. Mm -hmm. And self love, for me, even when I started my journey, I thought I knew what self love is. And I feel like the universe was like, okay, we're going to send you tests, we're going to send you different things to like to see if you really are about that life. And for what I'm understanding, it's really about honoring self. It's really about honoring your needs and your wants and being completely authentic. And when I say authentic, it means being okay with all that you are. And for the longest time, I could say I love myself, but my friendships didn't reflect that. I was in friendships where you know, I felt like I had to repress certain parts of myself or I felt like I couldn't speak up because, oh, she might not like me or they may think I'm weird or they may think, girl, you crazy. So I would repress those things and then I would have resentment. I would have resentment towards them, but really it was resentment towards myself because I wasn't being truly who I am. And in that in essence, that is a lack of self-love when we aren't showing up and even if someone doesn't like it, if we're not showing up as who we are, we're doing ourselves a disservice, even in relationships. When you have certain needs and certain wants and those things are valid because those are your feelings, they matter. It's important that you give voice to those. It's important that you make sure the other person is aware. And when we diminish that, or we, we, we kind of hide away or like, you know, break that little down, like that bring up a wall pretty much. We are saying in essence that, there's, there's a lack of self-love here. There's a lack of self-worthiness. And so when I think of self-love, it's really how you show up and protect yourself and honor yourself and be your biggest cheerleader. It isn't about the, how do I look? Oh, I look good. I got my nails done, got my hair done. Oh, I'm the baddest chick. It's the really inner work because once you do the inner work, I have boundaries, I have standards. I know who I am. I can speak up for myself. I honor myself or wherever I am, I don't care if you like it or not, man, that's confidence, that's self-love because that teaches other people around you how to treat you, how to talk to you, if you are even in alignment to be around these type of people because the more that we diminish ourselves, the more that we actually are in alignment with those who, who aren't probably truly part of our tribe, probably truly aren't part of who we need to be around. But if we start speaking up, if we start being okay, even facing the fear of like speaking up, that takes a long time. When you talk about self-love, it's not an overnight thing. It takes time because you have to relearn yourself. You have to build your self-esteem up. You have to build your self-worth up. You have to know who you are. You have to build that relationship with you to understand what do I wanna feel like? Who do I wanna be around? What do I need to feel fulfilled in this relationship or this job or this experience? That's what self-love is. It's all about self. What do I need to feel fulfilled?
0: I love that answer. And I'm so glad you went deep on it because I think, I mean, we're definitely getting into a more evolved place of self-love, but for a long time it was about massages and time alone and pedicures and all of the things. And, It's, it, it makes it really fluffy and flowery when you, when you think of it that way, because then you're still covering with all these masks and you're not getting to the root of the issue and self-love is telling yourself the truth and it's really hard and scary. I think one of the hardest things that I've, I experienced when I was on this journey, and I've also seen so many clients experience is that they start to love themselves, right? They build this confidence, this ability to set boundaries, this ability to speak them their truths, And they do start to lose so many things in people. And then there's all those thought patterns that say, wait, I am bad. I am selfish. I am fill in the blank. And it's just like this kind of deep dark night of the soul, but you have to keep going. What's been your experience like that with yourself and your clients? Oh my goodness. So for myself, it's it's been
2: even with my clients it's been a, a rude awakening because <laughs> because like just like you said you you when you start actually speaking up for yourself or you start saying you know I don't want I, I don't want this or no I don't want to do that I don't feel comfortable you you start seeing other people react and respond in certain ways and either they they kind of go away or they respect it or they you know hopefully they don't feel triggered but you get a lot of It's a lot of pushback. And I remember when I first had one of my first clients, like in 2020, I was still on the brink of really practicing what I preach because I I thought I knew what my boundaries were and I started getting tested a lot. I remember I had a client and she was leaving she had left a narcissistic relationship and she was moving into the space of wanting to, to work on herself, but she still wanted love. But her boundaries weren't clear because she still was allowing men to come in or or love connections to come in that kind of pushed against her. And so we worked on, you know, not about them, but what do you need? Like, what do you need and why are you afraid to speak up for yourself? What are you afraid that's going to happen if I say, I don't want this, or, I. This is what I require if you for you to be in my life. What are you afraid of? And when we peel back the layers, we learn okay, it's a core wound because we think there's a core belief here of I'm not good enough, or I'm not worthy, or if I speak my mind, they won't want me. And then we have to we have to work on that core wound. Maybe it's a daddy wound, maybe it's a, it's a mother wound, something from childhood that made you have this belief that my voice doesn't matter my needs doesn't matter i don't matter so we have to pour love on that the inner child we have to pour love on her or him to to remind to remind and validate her or validate him that you're worthy you're deserving you're entitled to these good things you're entitled to your wants your actual needs and once we can pour that in you know it helps build it helps build the confidence of speaking up no, I don't want this. No, I don't deserve this. No, 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 this isn't for me. And I saw the transformation with her. This is my first client. She spoke up and and spoke her truth and he still stayed around, but he kind of slowly, slowly, you know, picked it off and just disappeared at one point. And she, she could see the change, but she still felt good. Like she still felt good. She's like, oh, I can do this. Oh, it's not as bad because I'm honoring myself. And I and I and I love that because it when you set your boundaries and when you come into that fullness of like, you know, this is what I need, it's scary as hell, it's uncomfortable. But when you start seeing people drop off. That doesn't mean that you're not worthy. That doesn't change your, your value system. It just means that these people are not in alignment for you and where you're at. That means that they got to go. They got to go so we can make room for those who are worthy of experiencing you. So I love to see the transformation, but is it uncomfortable? Hell yeah. Like you go through panic attacks. You go through a lot of different just working through the nervous system, praying you know, like building that energy of just relaxation and calmness to the nervous system because it's it's triggering. You're facing a fear, you're facing something that you've never done before
0: and it's it's triggering as hell. I I I love I love that you were able to watch that transformation and that you spoke about the building almost like that muscle of being able to set those boundaries and say no and feel better and better because I know a lot of times at the beginning you can feel really charged when you do it and it can feel mm-hmm. not so good inside. And I think too- as you do this, as you become more in alignment with your highest self, you do activate or trigger other people's wounds and places of unworthiness. And then they project all of their shit onto you. And it takes a really strong human to be able to say, I'm going to shine my light regardless of what you put on me. Once mm-hmm. I can see through your sp- facial expression, you've absolutely occurred um, encountered this. So what's been your experience?
2: Girl, too many times.
0: Uh, so, <laughs> but, what, what I've
2: learned now is that because I've been doing so much work, I'm aware of it. I'm aware of the pattern of behavior. So when I speak my truth, when I say, you know, I, I'll use an example. I was dating someone for a couple of years and I was It was in the midst of my healing, the midst of my transformation, and and accept. And I'll give myself credit, or give myself accountability. I was not accepting this person for who they were. I had this idea of this potential, like, okay, he just needs X, Y, and Z. You know, he just needs to do this, and then he'll get in the line. And I was having control issues, and so and so when he wasn't lining up to my vision. I felt like spirit like set me down. Like you got to see this for what it is. You have to see for what it is. You have to accept him for who he is and leave it at that. And I remember I I spoke with him one night and I said, I can't do this. I said, I'm not, I said, it's nothing against you, but I'm not being loved the way I want to be loved, the way I desire to be loved. I'm, I'm just not. And in order for you to be in my life, you have to show up. And if you can't do that, I can respect that, but I have to remove myself from this situation. And I remember the, he kind of projected like, you know, you you do this, you do that. And I said, well, I, I'm not going to accept that today. I'm, I'm not going to accept the the projection, the gaslighting. I'm going to just say to you, here I am. These are my needs. And I'm allowing you to show up that way. If you can't, I send you love, but I'm removing myself from the situation. And when I did that, I, I pulled away And then he came back. I want to show up. I want to do these things. I want to, you know, all these different things. And I'm like, okay, you have to actually show up and show me that. And when you show up and show me, then I can I can open that door. But right now that door is closed. And that was the first time because I had always had issues with men. That was what triggered my my mental breakdown. That was the first time I actually thought, oh, girl, okay, you can do this. You really can do this. Like I had been imploring it to my clients. But me going through it myself, I was like, wow, okay, you can stand up for yourself. And how empowering it is to walk away from something that it it hurts, but to walk away from something you want because you know you're worthy of better. You know that you're worthy of more. And to demand that, it's not like, you gotta do this. It's just, it is what it is and I can let you go. And then I know how the universe works now. Something's always gonna come better The more that I honor myself, it's just about me, how I'm showing up for me. Everything else is a reflection of that.
0: It's so powerful that you were able to speak your truth to him without the judgment or the shame. You weren't telling him he was wrong. You were just saying, this is what I, what I desire, what I deserve, what I require. Mm. I love that. I always tell my daughter, we never date potential. We always date what is here and now. And I think that it's so powerful to take people for who we are. I feel like, and I am gonna just kind of stereotype women for a moment, cause I see it mostly with women, but I feel like a lot of times the feminine is so good at creating stories of potential for men and mm-hmm. we can hold on to that forever. And I think it's when you can step into your worth and your alignment, like you said, for me on my dating journey, I went from really abusive men to my most recent relationship a few years ago. He was he was pretty dang good compared to them, but I still had to walk mm. away because it wasn't in alignment. And if I hadn't done the work, I would have looked at him and said, You're enough. Yeah. Because you're not hitting me, you're not verbally assaulting me. You're not whatever, fill in the blank. Yeah. But to yeah. walk away when you're simply not in alignment, that is a whole different type of self-love. Can you speak on that a little bit? It's hard. So it's
2: painful. And I, I want to just, um, I want to, to be real as possible that the shit wasn't easy. Okay. <laughs> the, the shit was painful because if you, if I, I have major daddy wounds, and I think a lot of this was when, when women, when we, when we are living in the potential or this idealization or this fantasy of not accepting what's in front of us. I, I see a lot of it from my own clients as well, it relates to daddy wounds. A lot of times we have these, these hopes and these dreams of what we want a man to be because either our father wasn't that or we we made excuses or our father wasn't present. And so we give men all these different, and I'm just speaking about women, we give men all these different like outs. We give them excuses and chances. And, and that was for me. I, I did that my whole life. I just waited. I just waited for men to, make a, to choose me or to think that I was deserving or let me show you improve my worth. And so for the first time speaking up for myself, it took, a, and I, I didn't have a mentor or a coach at this time. It just took me like practicing. I remember just practicing with myself. Okay, okay, do you really want this? Do you really want this? Is this is what you really want. You know what this is. Like you see, cause like, my intuition is so powerful. I'm like, you know what this is. You know what road this is going down. Do you want to do this, oh, but I'm scared. So, you know, you start having the, the, the I was having anxiety. I was having panic attacks because I couldn't I, I was so afraid of just speaking the truth, just speaking. But I knew that it was getting to a point where I was, I was getting upset and I wasn't, and I was upset with him, but I was like, I always go back to myself. I was upset with myself because I knew what was happening. I knew that it was going this way because I was I was participating in it. And so I just said we had a conversation, and I was very real with him. And the thing is, because he he what, what surprised me the most was that he respected that I didn't have to push it. It was like, okay, and I and I and I love you, and I wish you the best, and I know that you're worthy. More like it was. It, whatever I had thought up in my mind of what it was going to be or what the reaction was going to be, it was completely reverse that. And I know that's not the situation for everyone, but for me, it was just more so reaffirming to me, you did the right thing. It's okay to honor yourself in this way. So it made, even moving forward than dating, it's made it easier for me to be able to I'm, I'm, I'm able to speak up more, I'm able to vocalize and I'm able to communicate. And men either fall off, <laughs> which happens a lot, or they show up. And what I also find is that the more that we actually, the more we actually speak up for ourselves and we honor our needs and our wants and our boundaries, the more you actually are in alignment with men who actually want a woman that does those things or or a partner that, want, that want, does those things. They want people who have boundaries, who have standards, who know who they are. That is powerful as heck. Normally when we don't have those things, we are in alignment with those who who will push us, who will test us, who will wanna use and walk over us. So it it's a testament, the more that you show up, the more that that's gonna come back to you and, and not, I always think that I always think the worst of things and I wish I w- wasn't that way it's been programmed I'm still working through it but every experience I've had when I've actually I've already planned out my mind oh he's gonna say this he's gonna he gonna whatever whatever when I tell them they are either they accept or they don't they say you're okay with it and they leave and then I think thank you thank you for your services thank you for your time <laughs> we're just not in alignment. And I accept that.
0: (laughs) I mean, our minds are funny things and they can really cause us a lot more pain and suffering that than we need. And I love your level of vulnerability of being able to own yourself, love, and still talk about the way that your mind still sometimes gets you because it happens for all of us. One thing that I feel really called to speak about, which you haven't mentioned yet, but I have this idea that it was true for you, is you're on this self-love journey, right? You go from being wildly depressed to building yourself up to setting these boundaries to people falling off. But it's not like you say goodbye to this one and immediately somebody walks in. There's this deep period of isolation where you are alone, maybe even that mind is telling you like you did this like you burned all your bridges you know and it's really hard how do you maintain the self-love in that void or isolation period
2: uh, so that's a good question i and i'll be honest i went through two years of deep deep shadow work and deep healing that I came out of at the end of last year uh after after moving away from my last relationship, and also because I was, I didn't want to feel. And I've, I've told you this before. I don't like to feel things. I want to detach from feelings. And I felt that spirit was like, you know, we're not doing this anymore. You got to face what you feel. You got to honor that. And I couldn't even just. And I would have these these practices with my clients about feeling. Like let's let's uh, let's acknowledge what we're feeling. Let's feel our feelings. But I didn't want to feel shit and i remember my pretty much spirit was just like it's just time so i kept getting in these situations where i was with certain people and certain um friends where i really didn't feel comfortable i didn't feel like i was truly being seen i felt that i and the only reason i felt this way is because i wasn't allowing myself to be seen and so i feel spirit removed me i had a vision that came to me in a dream at the beginning of 2021 and this is when i was before i i was still coaching and and still helping other people but the vision came to me and showed me that i was going to get removed from everybody i was w- with i was going to have to be alone for me to be able to come into the person i am i was going to have to be alone because i was not facing certain things i wasn't allowing myself to be seen fully and throughout 2021 it started happening things started falling off i started cuz i started not, I was saying yes to everybody. I was going to every event. I was collaborating with everybody. I was doing everything with everybody. And then I found out these people really aren't my friends or they they don't really like me as much. <laughs> they, they we don't have the same intentions when we're going into these spiritual things and spiritual work. Uh, we really don't, you know, we don't really mesh. I'm just saying yes to everybody. I'm people pleasing, right? So I'm I'm having I want I want to be liked. I want you to like me. I want you to think, you know, I'm a nice person. Which is horrible, which is just we don't want to be nice. So I, I got pulled away from everybody. And I got to, it wasn't about me seeing them, but it was about me seeing myself. And so the shadow work had to go in. That's when I was really working with a lot of core beliefs that I I had from daddy wounds. Um, my daddy wounds were really, really deep. And these are these are nights of like just crying because the healing doesn't stop, right? The journey doesn't stop. We may become into spiritual awareness or you go through a spiritual awakening. But then other life happens where you're constantly having to reevaluate or face yourself in different ways. And I had to face myself for the past two years of, okay, you you kind of have been, you've been teaching other women to empower themselves, but you still haven't fully developed in that way because you're still in situations or friendships or in in things that don't serve you, that you don't feel good about, that you're ignoring your intuition about that you're trying to still say, hey, please like me. And so the nights were lonely because <laughs> I spent a lot of time alone. I just cut off everyone. I stopped going out. I stopped going to events. I stopped collaborating with people. I completely just pulled away. And a lot of people were accepting of that because they were like, okay, she doesn't. she's doing her own thing, whatever. But then what happened was that the more that I was working on my own boundaries and my own daddy wounds, the more that I started really meeting and talking to people and this took a while like this is like a year and a half into it that I started meeting people or engaging with people who saw who, who were like-minded, who had the same intentions that I had and and who were able to pour into my spirit and see me. And I don't think I, I and I can't say people didn't see me before. I just didn't allow myself to be seen. I was still trying to, I was still trying to mask certain things, and so to say all that is to say that it took a while. It took a while to be at this point. I released the ebook at the beginning of this year called "Fuck Shame, Embrace Love," oh. and it was a it was a culmination of my journey of holding all this shame and trying to be something that I'm not like, I'm still trying to, you know, I, I have to perform a certain way. I have to look a certain way. And I just was like, fuck that. Like, fuck this. Like I, I I'm going to embrace all the, all the, the it like, Oh, and just come as I am. This is who I am. I am a former people pleaser. I'm a former person who lacked boundaries and I'm embracing love, but I'm, I'm. it's not like what I thought love was. is, like, Oh, I have to be nice. And, and, open everybody, but no love is protection. Love is, love is putting myself first and being in situations that honor myself and being in situations that are, that are, um, that are empowering, that are nourishing. And that if it's not that, then I don't need to, there's no reason for me to even engage. There's no reason for me to even do it. Like when we had our podcast and I'm saying a lot, I felt the love, I felt your energy. I felt that and before I wouldn't feel that. And I still would do something with that person anymore. I was like, okay, okay, let's hope. I don't want to do that. No, if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't feel like love, it doesn't feel like just true, true goodness. I,
0: That's not for me. <laughs> you dropped so, you dropped so many good nuggets and I just, I'm just going to be really authentic right now and just say that I'm feeling emotional right now because when I see a woman like you in front of me,
2: Mm.
0: there's so much resonance um, because you, you don't know what it takes to go through this. You know, like we see you looking perfect and beautiful on this screen, but we don't see all of all of the shit, all of the abuse, all of the wounds, all of the crying yourself to sleep. And and I'm just feeling this call to call this out because I know so many people listening to us right now are in that space. And it's so so easy for us to come here and talk about this. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to go through it. And I'd love to know what you would say to these women and men who are in this place of isolation, or maybe they know their relationship isn't good for them and they are terrified. Maybe they don't have the money. Maybe they have kids together, Maybe who knows what it is. What do you say to that being?
2: Oh, I'm getting chills. I would say it isn't about the money. It isn't about having the resources or that you don't have, you don't have it available to you. If you really need the help, it's there. It's available. I, when I would say, join a Facebook group, join, follow, follow one of us, get where there are women or there are men or there's community that you can share, that you can be vulnerable, that. They can help you with resources. They can help you with skills and tools because you're not supposed to do this alone. It is not really possible to do this alone. I just wanna say that because it's really, really hard doing this type of stuff, dealing with pain, (laughs) dealing with heartbreak, dealing with shame because we all have shame and it's deep, it's deeply embedded and Anybody that's a coach or a healer, we talk about going through this journey, but we're not supposed to do this stuff alone. And that's why we have these resources available, because there is help. There is love available. There is people who want to see you shine, who want to see you at your best self. And there's even coaches. There's even mentors. If you get in their DMs, you get in their inbox and you just talk to them. There's love there. Those who are really there for purpose and really there for the path, they're there to help. But it, it's on you to make that step or it's on you to set the intention. A lot of times for me, I would just set an intention. I need help. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to let this go. I don't know how to move forward. I don't know what I need to do, but I need help. If And I would say, universe, if you can send help to me, spirit guides, if you can send help to me, if you can show me another path, if you can show me another way, I will be willing to do it. And then you have to be open for how that shows up because it could be a person. It could be a message in your DMs. It could be you walk in the store and someone comes up to you and just wants to give you a hug. The way the universe works is beautiful, but you have to, if that's what you desire, you have to set the intention. If you're not bold enough to actually go to reach out to someone, let it be known so that the universe can come and, and, and give you that love and give you that another way of, of having some type of resource. Um, I I think, I just want you to know your love. I just, this is, it does not have to be alone. You do not have to do this alone. That That's the basis for what my heart is saying. You do not have to do this alone. Mm-hmm. None of us are supposed to go through this alone. Society teaches us, even our parents may teach us, our family, friends, you keep that shit in the house. You don't bring your shit outside. You keep you keep that behind closed doors. You need to be strong. You need to be, you need to have your shit together. You need to put on, you know, you know, a brave face. Put on your makeup, put on your, your smile, whatever. That's fake as hell. The realest way to get released, the realest way to be able to exhale, to breathe, is to be real. Is to say, I'm not well. I'm in a bad situation. I'm hurting. I need help. I'm struggling. I can't get out of bed. I don't I can't I can't take a shower. I can't that's being real as hell because you're you're saying, "Hey, hey, I need help here and, and resources will come. People will come to you." It's just you have to be willing you just have to be willing. don't believe what you see that we need to be strong that is has not served us there are many people who are struggling behind closed doors because they are trying to keep up with facades they're trying to keep up with with just fake shit. The more that we can get real the more we can like just peel back the layers the more that, the more of us can heal and that we can grow. So please know you're not alone you're just not.
0: Oh, goodness. Thank you for that. I can't believe how hard it is to always get through these conversations with you without just totally turning into a puddle. But thank you so much for your words, for your love, for your energy. And I know just as they listen to you and feel into this they're going to feel that love reverberate into them and it's going to create that next level shift. And as we wrap things up today, I just love to know anything you want to share with the audience. How can they, they're going to have all of your links to your services, your social media, so that they can just even hear your voice on your TikToks, whatever it might be. Um, Anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up today?
2: Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, if you want to connect with me, you can all you can find me on all social media platforms, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook at M-S-J-E-L-I-S-H-A-J, Miss Jalisha J. J. You can also book a mentorship or you can book book a consultation with me on my website, MissJalishaJ.com. But plug in, plug in. I do have my own Facebook group. Uh, It's called Ignite the Glow Within. If you want to be a member, just send a shout out. It's normally aimed for women who are ready to just empower themselves and to be in a space of loving on themselves authentically and daily. Come through. okay? we are a lovely tribe. But yeah, connect with me. I would love to talk to you. I would love to, you know, exchange energy with you.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Find her on all of the platforms, all of her links, social media website can be found found below wherever you're watching this from. And again, Jalisha, thank you so, so much for being here. Everybody listening, as always, breathe deep and plan on miracles. Have a beautiful day.
1: Thanks for listening, Divine One. It truly has been an honor to guide you deeper into yourself today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to create a ripple of support for my podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You can find me on all the socials by searching Nikaela Mariah or checking the link in my bio. As always, breathe deep, plan on miracles, and know life's about to get a whole lot more magical.